Okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> What's up, everyone? My name is B, and welcome to Your Sweetest Tea Podcast. I'm also here with my sisters. Hey, y'all. I'm Nini. Hey, everybody. I'm Jay. <laughs> Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about our introduction and our mother. How we grew up, um, a little bit of our story, and go into detail about our childhood with our, growing up with our mom. Well, the reason why we wanted to start this podcast was because of our mom. Our, she passed away, so we thought it would bring us together. Yeah, I agree. I feel like with mommy, we always were together all the time, like for holidays, parties, anything. Like mommy was the core of, of us. Like she always kept us together. And I think now that she's gone, I didn't want me personally, I don't know how y'all feel. I didn't want to be distant with each other. Like I wanted all of us to keep up kind of with like our traditions, like the holidays and everything like that. I think before she went, she told us to make sure to stay close to each other. She really didn't want us to kind of go our separate ways and leave one another by ourselves. So I think that too is the reason why I want to spend more time with y'all. Just to kind of make her happy and make sure that we're not leaving each other out or forgetting about one another. I know there's a lot of families that when their mother or the main one in the family passes they kind of lose traditions or they move hours away from each other go to different towns and just kind of start a new life there i don't think i wanted that for us either and just like mommy that's what she did um my mom grew up in a small town and then when her mom passed away they all separated and that's another reason she would tell us like to be together just be there for each other without creating this podcast would make us connect and talk about things that we might not know since we all live in different like oh we live in different areas and we're not really close well we're close but like we all work and like I guess this will bring us together and make us feel like good again (laughs) so I think that's pretty much all of our reasons why we started this but in my own way I wanted to start this because I think I was meant to be a therapist but I'm too broke to go to school and I don't want anyone paying for my bad advice so this is my way to do it freely isn't that weird because I always thought about being a therapist because I thought hearing other people's problems would make me like make me reflect and be like wow someone goes through the same thing as I do but then I'm like why would they want a person like me go with so much trauma oh I don't want learns from you you know so that's why i never wanted to be a therapist or went go to school for a therapist that's like with mommy like every time something was bothering me or i was frustrated i would call her and tell her like hey like this is going on and she was always like uh-uh don't let them tell you what to do or like with work i'll be so frustrated and i would come home mad i'm like let me call mom she was like the first one in the car i would talk to and she'd be like uh-uh don't let them be talking to you like that don't be uh-uh you don't need that job you can get another job that's literally what mom would always say about to fix a problem. She would be like, you don't have to work there. You can find a new job. There's a lot of jobs around here. But then I think later in her life, like when I would go to her about my problems, she would just be like, you're blessed to have a job. I mean, yeah. it sucks right now, but it's going to get better. And I'm like, no, I don't want this job anymore. I think everything with her cancer. Mm-hmm. So our mom had cancer. She got diagnosed in 2017. 
2017. Like going towards 2018. Yeah, so. towards the end. Yeah. Because it was, I remember it was like Thanksgiving, Christmas, we were all sad. Yeah. And then Christmas was her birthday, and she kept saying like, oh, I don't want to lose my hair. I don't want anything bad to happen. And then she had her big surgery, and we spent Christmas at the hospital. Yeah. Right? Oh, that yeah. Big hospital with a big tree, I remember. Yeah. yeah. And so they, I remember her surgery took long. It was supposed to be estimated one to two hours. And it took like there. four hours. Yeah. Hour. I remember we got there like when it was like light and then we didn't leave till like nighttime when they were already closing. It was mm-hmm. so late. And she was so sad. She kept saying, I'm sorry. I don't want y'all to be here. Y'all don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. Opening presents with her. Was it on Christmas? Yeah, because oh, okay. we took her cake. Oh, yeah, remember? You're right. I have a Polaroid picture of that too. Yeah, because we mm-hmm. ate at my house and then we went over there. For me, I have such bad memory, but I, especially the ones like that that are real traumatic, mm-hmm. I feel like those are the ones I block out the most. Yeah. So I remember little parts here and there. But most of them I think I forgot just because I didn't want to see her like that. Yeah. I think, too, I try to forget how she was like that, like the sickness and the bad days. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, when I'm thinking about her, I see, like, memories of her and her really, really good days. And then I laugh and I get all happy. And then there's days where I'm like, man, like, I just feel so bad for her. And I get so sad. I'm going to get choked up. And, like, I miss her so much. And I'm thankful for everything she went through because it made us who we are today each in different ways it made us who we are today like me I feel like what I got really good out of her was being a really good mother mm-hmm. and her cooking man yeah. that was Definitely my that. thing for mommy like to throw down in the kitchen I would tell myself like every time I think of mommy I think about the time where I saw her face and she was like real sick and she was laying on her bed like and like she was on her like last few days every time I think about that I think of mommy but then I think about the good times and then when I think about the good times I'm like well the good times went to it ended like that's what happened to her but other than that I think about all those good memories and I ha- like I laugh to myself and I'm like oh mommy look at this I know you're not like oh these are your daughters mommy this 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 like I always tell her like talk to her like she's still there but I'm very appreciative of what she's done to us and she made us a bigger person I definitely became like, um, I was just always sad about it, but I know I'm coming to terms where it's like, you need to be more happy and focus on the next steps of life. You can't just dread on the past. And that's really what's been helping me is just, just moving on and trying to create and like not a new life and forget about her. Of course not, but just grow and go older and just compliment all those things or like accomplishment, all the things that she wanted us to do. Like my sister, you and me. Like, she was like, go to school, go to school. And she would tell you, you need to go to school, go to school. I think that's another benefit to us starting this. Of course, we get to spend time with each other. But also, too, we get to talk about memories and then keeping that alive. Or for even people who are going through similar situations and they don't have anyone to talk to, when you hold all that in, it's it gets worse and it builds up. So, like, for me personally, I'm someone who keeps everything in. So, maybe with us starting this, I could start talking a little more or venting out a little more. I think that's real important for others to do as well. So, maybe by us, they could vent or even topics that we talk about, they can relate to and feel like they have siblings or they have sisters that they never did or if they can't talk to their relatives about stuff that's going on in their lives, too. I, I feel that for sure like we all took 
I think we all took mommy's passing differently. Like, Nini is more the type of person to hold everything in and not let anyone know, like, what's bothering her. She always has her poker face on. Agreed. Jay's always, like, me. Like, we just cry about everything. Mm-hmm. We hear a song, and it reminds us of her. We start crying. Mm-hmm. Or, like, her favorite flowers or her favorite color. Yeah. Her dancing, her movies that she would watch, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just like, makes us cry. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Like, whenever um, my mom's favorite movie was like, her cartoon movies, she loved her cartoon movies, everything. <laughs> and every time I see The Secret Life of Pets, literally, I always think of her. And I'm at the start, I'm like, oh, there's this little stuffed animal in The Secret Life of Pets, and I'll literally buy it because I'm like, oh, it's mommy. I know she wants me to buy it. But it's just like little things like that. I definitely feel like I'm in between because sometimes I'm good at hiding my emotions and sometimes I am, like, I will express them and be like, wow, I miss mom, why I miss mom, but I feel like I'm maybe in the both, like, Nini's closed off, you're like, we're out, and I'm like, in the middle, I'm sometimes closed off and sometimes like, ah, I'll tell everybody, it's really mm-hmm. weird, like, I noticed that too, like, maybe I'm the middle one and then you're the one and then Nini's the one too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm more the open one, I feel like I could tell everybody my life and then I'm like, why did I tell them that? <laughs> why did they know so much of me, about me? Like, why? <laughs> Especially, like, with Roxy. Mm-hmm. Like, Roxy's been my best friend since sixth grade. And if I don't tell y'all stuff, I tell her stuff. And she'll bring it up. And she's like, oh, I love Nini because Nini tells it like it is. And JJ's so sweet. Or JoJo. She calls you JoJo. Yeah. And JoJo's so sweet. She always cares about everybody. And you're just a bitch. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you just tell everybody your personal business. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I definitely see that. Like, Nini's closed off, Jay's in the middle, and I'm always, like, telling everybody my business. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it bites me in the ass. Yeah. Because people know too much about me. Mm-hmm. I think there's pros and cons. So, like, growing up, I always wanted to be... More like you and our dad, because our dad is like that. He'll go into the store and he'll make five new friends and come out and have like 10 different parties to go to that night. And I'm just watching him like, you just met these people. How are you going to go out with them? So I I always wanted to be more out there and tell people, like kind of open myself to people. But then there's times where I'm more closed off and I'm happy about it. I'm like, oh, thank God. This person at work is new and they're a bitch. And I'm glad they don't know anything about me because I hate (laughs) them already. But there's times I wish I could go somewhere and make 10 new friends. But then I get annoyed hanging out with people too much. So I'm glad I'm not like that. Like for someone who is like loves to hang out with friends, loves to do things every day. I like think to myself, I'm like do I really want to be here? Like, do I really want to talk? Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just, like, a mommy treat, and we get that from something. B's like, oh, heck no, I don't really. But I know. I'm like, no, invite me to a party. No, but sometimes <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk. Like, I'll literally turn into a whole different person, and I'll just shut off everyone. I'm like, I don't feel like talking today. Like, maybe that's just, I don't know, me, because some days I'm, like, happy. I want to talk to everybody. And then, like, the next day I'm just like, wow, I don't feel like talking to anyone. I don't feel like interacting with anyone, and I'll just disappear. Yeah. 
I know. What, in our group text, me and me were be texting, <laughs> and then Jay's like a ghost. And then like I'm another like, week. Hello, Jay. And then me and Jay will be texting, and Nini like two days later. <laughs> hey, dog. What's up? <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> Is my phone acting weird? <laughs> no. I'm like, like wow, it died. <laughs> How sad. Or her favorite. Oh, bro, had my phone <laughs> for four days. Yeah, for four days. Four days later. Okay, but if y'all have kids <laughs> and y'all are driving somewhere, y'all know what it's like for y'all's kids to have y'all's well, phones. I have kids too, and I always answer my phone. Meanwhile, I'm hooked to my phone. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. Everywhere I see B, she's like this on her phone scrolling. scrolling exactly scrolling, like mommy. Scrolling. Mommy, every time. I'm like, mommy, oh, I was talking to you about this. And she's like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm like, mommy, wait, what? Oh, no, I was checking my Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she would scroll with one hand with her phone holding it, and then the other hand scrolling with one finger. <laughs> yeah. She There's... was freaking reading all crazy. Like, you just see her eyes rolling back and forth. She's like, did you hear a new stimulus? <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's times that she would get out of surgery, and as soon as the anesthesia would wear off, she'd be like, where's my phone? Literally. Where's my phone? Who texted yes. me? Oh, they called me? Oh, yeah, they're checking up on me. That's nice, right? <laughs> she loved the tension. Mom, yeah. yeah. Her mommy was super sick. Like, she was ready going. She was still like, is that my phone ringing? You hear that? Yep. And it would be like, doo-doo-doo-doo. And she's like, who texted me? Who texted me? <laughs> With and her always little... about how she looked, right? Let me see. How do I look? Don't, no, don't let them FaceTime me. Wait. Let me see. Do my eyebrows real quick. Yeah, I literally <laughs> have a video of her, like, playing around whenever she was laying there, trying to put on eyelashes. <laughs> I remember you sent it to her. Oh, it was a picture. Yeah. That's one thing about mommy. Like, even though she had cancer... You would have never known. Yeah. Like, I remember one day I went to work so sad, mm-hmm. and she surprised me. She brought me lunch, mm-hmm. and my coworkers were like, that's your mom? She looks like your sister. And I was like, oh, don't say that out loud, please. Mm-hmm. And mommy got all chiflada, and she was like, yeah, I'm her sister. I'm her <laughs> sister. And well, one of the coworkers I talked to really good, he was like, your mom doesn't look like she has cancer. Like, he knew. Mm-hmm. Everyone else didn't, because I really didn't talk to them at work. But one of my coworkers, he was like, wow, like, she she looks really good. Are you sure she has cancer? Like, are you sure? Because her hair was all nice. Her makeup was all did. She looked all cute in her outfits. But that was so mommy. She couldn't go anywhere without looking super good. I think that's where kind of sometimes I get it from. Like, sometimes I catch myself like, I can't wear this out. And I think maybe because I've always been with mommy and mommy's just like, Ew, paint your toenails. <laughs> Ew, your fingers look like that. Ew, get your nails done. Ew, your eyebrows. You look like you have a unibrow. Like, I literally She was think, so mean, right? I think she was so, like, like criticism all the time from her. Yeah. So now, every time I catch myself, like, oh, I look like I have a unibrow. I'll go pluck my eyebrows. Or, oh, I can't wear this. She's going to make fun of me. Like, I would not. The, literally, that's why I can never wear sandals when my nails painted. Because I think of mommy. She'd be like, Ew, look at her toes. They look all naked, You're right? Um, that's why I literally think I get it from mommy. Like, I cannot leave without that. I think we're all like that. Yeah. So, literally. when I go to, like, my in-laws and I'm dressed up super fancy, you they're like, where are y'all off. going? Uh-huh, yeah. Did y'all have a date before this? And I'm like, no, just came for the ride. So, this was before COVID. Now, I'm super hobo vibes all the time. I don't even know what makeup <laughs> is. No, literally, me <laughs> and my sister B always have their makeup did, yeah. hair curled, and like the new, uh, like a new outfit. And I'm like, 
when did y'all get that? Oh, I bought it for this way. And I literally t- her t- someone told me before that like, do you ever wear the same clothes or anything? Like I feel like you always have new clothes. I can never repeat outfits. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Excuse me. So for some people that may come off really vague mm-hmm. and ugly like i remember like you said earlier whenever mom first found out her first question was or her first like thing she told us was i'm gonna lose all my hair i'm gonna be ugly and yeah. for some people they would be like think about your health like that's so dumb why are you thinking about your looks but that was but, just the type of person she was yeah, yeah that's how they raised us and it's not to be our shit's better than yours. No, no, no. no. It's just, that's how we were raised. And she was always raised to look good, hold your house down, hold your kids down. Look good for your men. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, yeah, because Wella, mommy would always say, well, I would get mad at them. Like, if they would go to the store and they would have got tirada. Like, "Uh uh-uh, you're not going to the store like that. Go put on some nice clothes. Mm -hmm. Look, you have stains all over your shirt. Yeah. You're not going with me. And I feel like I'm the same way, too. Yeah, me too. So like, I can't go to stores without being dressed up because I'm like, what if somebody sees me from work and mm-hmm. they're like, ooh, is that yeah. her? Yeah. Or my kids. I can't have myself all dressed up and my kids all dirty looking. Mix match clothes. Yeah, no. <laughs> I always tell them, y'all need to look nice. And they're like, why? We're just going to H-E-B. I'm like, no, you need to dress nice. Oh, well, nobody can see us. We're wearing a mask. <laughs> no, you yeah, I feel like that deep. matters to me the most because sometimes I catch myself like I get a jeans for my drawer and they're all wrinkly and I'm like, oh, they're wrinkly. Like I don't know if I should wear them or not. And then I'm like, uh, like I one time, like one time Justin was like, we're literally just going to the store. Why are you dressed like that? And I was like in a dress with <laughs> with little um what's it called earrings on my jewelry. And I was like, still, I don't want people to think I'm like weird or gross. Like I guess that's the thing. Like I want people to like. Maybe you can call me, I guess, and not attention seeker, but I just like to go into a place and they're like, wow, she smells good. Or like, you know, she looks normal. She don't look like, ooh, she stank. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, first impression is everything. Yeah. So what if you meet someone for the first time in your dress, like, not okay? <laughs> That's how they're going to remember you forever. What if you yeah. meet them somewhere else? Or yeah. what if they're like, hi, I'm your new kid's teacher. Uh-huh. I saw you with holes in your ass the other day at the yeah. store. Bleach stains. <laughs> and, like, every, every time I go to work, too, like, I find myself doing a full face of makeup and then a mask and then like my outfit. But I'm like, uh, no, I want to look still good. Even though I have a mask on me, I'm like, I still want to look good. But whenever I do look like where I'm in a rush and I can't do no makeup, I will put that mask on and hide my face. I'm like, uh-uh. You have all your eyelashes done. I know. Like, dang, you look good. Take off your mask. Oh, oh dang. dang. <laughs> where her lips go? Catfish <laughs> AF. Oh, really? Put that mask back on. <laughs> I feel like they, um, like people say, like they can't leave the house without having their hair done, and I don't know. I I feel like I'm the opposite because I feel like they say like if my hair's not right, then I'm not pretty. But I used to think that was true until like one day I like oh I just walk out of the house with my hair looking all crazy, <laughs> and then everyone's like dang what happened to her hair? And that's so, ever since people would say like 
ew, did you brush your hair? And I'm like, okay, maybe I should like braid my hair. Like so self-love. I love myself how I look regardless. <laughs> no, remember when mommy would pull our hair? Mm-hmm. Well, not, would you? Yeah, that was time, right? You know, there's a picture of when we, me and Nini, and uh, we went to take a, sh- uh, it was like a photo shoot somewhere. My hair was slicked back to the roots. All your baby hair. hairs. Literally, I They're had no baby belt. hairs. Mm-hmm. I swear to the world, that's why my forehead's a five head because she would pull back and so there was my no bumps. Yeah. That's what I tell. I'm like, mommy, I have big eyes because you put my hair so much. I'm always getting excited, like, wow, my head hurts. See, with us, it's normal, but whenever I would go to work, my work environment, there's no reason to dress up. You can go in and sweats and a baggy t-shirt and call it a day. So when you actually dress up, like for me, I would go and they'd be like, where are you going? Why are you dressed up so nice? Why do you have your makeup done and your hair done? No one's going to see you. So it sucks. I'm like, I don't judge y'all for coming like that. Like, why do y'all judge me for dressing up, doing my makeup? But like, everyone should just let people live. Don't worry about it. It's okay. (laughs) People think I'm perfect. (laughs) That's totally fine. No, but I feel like it's both ways. Because I used to do hair. And I would get customers. They would tell me, oh, I don't want to go with that lady. Like, she looks all dirty. Like, she doesn't have no makeup on. She looked like she just rolled out of bed. Mm-hmm. How am I going to expect her to do my hair and do yeah. my makeup? And I would think, like, man, that's true. If you if you go into a salon or you go into a barbershop and you see the way that person looks, if they look all, like, dingy and dirty, you're not going to want them to touch you. You're going to go to someone who looks good, like, dang, that's a nice fade. Let me get that. Or, dang, her hair looks good. Look at her makeup. I want her to do my hair. I want her to do my makeup. Because it just says, like, if you have pride in yourself and love yourself enough to get up every single day and pamper yourself, what more are you, like, what, how are you going to treat your job? You're going to treat your job the same way. Sure. Unless you're miserable at your job, a.k.a. me. <laughs> but, like, that's perfect because, yeah, you're a hairstylist. I wouldn't go to someone whose hair... Their roots were all the way to their shoulders. That's a no. <laughs> it's an ombre. <laughs> but what do you think about people like that are like just so like they feel like I know a lot of people I know that they feel like not confident, so they don't care how they look. They'll just go. You think like that's a thing? Like if they dress up confidently, like if they dress up nice, you think they would feel confident, or you think just going how they are is like what they are? Like so that's a that's a good point too because I want people to feel like oh, she expects me to look all good all the time. Like, I can't do that. I don't feel comfortable in that. Because mm-hmm. even now, like, when mommy got sick, I put on a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And my go-to was food. Mm-hmm. And every time I would put on clothes, I would get sad because of how much I've changed. My body's really? changed. Mm-hmm. And then with COVID going on, like, we're just stuck home. There's nothing to do. And then I don't want to go out because I'm scared to get sick. Mm-hmm. But... I could see it, my my whole wardrobe change. I kept wearing sweats, big t-shirts. Sweats are the only thing that's right now. No, <laughs> so true. And I would get so mad because I wanted to dress up. And I would put on cute clothes that I got, like, mm-hmm. last year, and nothing. Like, they won't fit. Yeah. So I started working out again, eating better again, and I could feel a difference. So it doesn't, it like, it's not about... I guess trying to outdo everybody if you feel comfortable do it but also I feel like 
your household kind of puts your personality out there too. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a household where your parents are like, ah, whatever, just wear whatever you want, or they're not pushing you to be like that, then you're out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And it sucks because you're around other people who are all dressed up and you're, you're just not used to that. It's really, it's really true. Like a lot of people inherit all these different traits and how they grow up to be because I know a lot of families are like, wow, my mom would never let me do that or this. Yeah. And that really affects the kids and children on how they re um, become as older because they think they can get away with everything. They think, oh, this is fine, this is fine. What really is, like, families hurting their younger children because they're not showing them the correct way or how it should be. That's what benefits, like, a lot of people. Well, just like us growing up, remember how many times we would get so mad? Like, we would see our cousins doing stuff that we couldn't do, mm -hmm. and Mommy would say, mm -mm, you're not doing that. You see how they're acting? They're acting bad. You're not going to act like that. And I think about it now, and I see some of those cousins where they're at now and where we're at, big difference. So I'm not saying, like, oh, we're better than them. Mm -hmm. It's just what your parents choose to teach you literally predicts my opinion of what you become as an adult. Like, they say you can't teach a, what, an old dog new tricks. Yeah, like that's true. Like, you literally learn from your parents. Mm -hmm. And like you said, that's not, this, like, this topic isn't to be rude. rude. It isn't to put anyone down. It's just, it all stems back to mommy. And I feel like it's, it's deeper than, like, what's in the mirror or mm -hmm. what other people see. Because there's times... Like, I don't dress up or I don't get dressed and I feel like crap. Like, yeah. I don't want anyone to see me. I'm very closed off. Like, you could tell as soon as I walk somewhere, I'm like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at mm -hmm. me. I'm, I feel yucky right now. Yeah. Or even like when mom, too, like when she would go to chemo, there's times she wouldn't do her makeup because she didn't have the energy to. And she would just be like, oh, like, I'm, I, I feel ugly or oh I hate this this sucks I can't even do this like I, she felt so terrible and it's not to be like I said just what's in the mirror but it honestly affected her like there's she loved when she would go and she would be all done up and people would be like wow you have cancer that's crazy like you don't even look like it she mm -hmm. loved that she loved she'd be that. like I'm yeah. gonna beat this I feel good mm -hmm. like I'm gonna beat this yeah so I think it's deeper than what meets the eye it's truly how it reflects who you really are and it I don't know like it <laughs> like it shows your inner colors yeah yeah that. <laughs> but sometimes it could be a hit or miss because there's days where I'm like people will tell me like man you look really good or your hair looks real good you look so pretty all the time and I could just be having a bad day mm -hmm. and I have so much shit going on and I hide that and yep. you can't you can't judge a book by their cover. No. So there could be somebody going through some really deep shit, and they just don't want to put that out there. They don't want to show that. They either want to get dolled up or they don't because there's so much going on on the inside. So it's not always about what you look on the outside. It has to do both, even out. And really, it's like everyone sees you different because like one day you can dress up, put the best outfit. <laughs> you think you have the best outfit. Mm -hmm. You did your hair so good that day. Your makeup looks perfect, and then you go out and no, you you won't get one compliment. Yeah. And that really does take a toll because that happened to me before. <laughs> I was like, man, I look good. I know they're gonna compliment me, and then I get no compliments, and I'm like, man, I guess I did look good. I guess. <laughs> Someone sounds needy. <laughs> Very Someone selfish. Someone seeking, seeking compliment, uh, compliments. 
<laughs> or sometimes too, I take compliments bad. Like so, what? Some of our friends got married this weekend, right? Aww. And we went out to eat afterwards, and I felt like people staring at me. And again, I've gained weight, mm-hmm. Do, like this past year and then with mommy being sick I'm just making up excuses but I've gained weight Mm because I've been so down on myself Mm -hmm. so people were staring and I was like okay maybe they're looking at the kids because my kids look good they look all they were all matching yeah Mm -hmm. the boys are matching and then they were matching with their dad and princess my princess was matching and I was like okay maybe I'm just like overthinking it so we're ordering food and the waiter comes up and he's like dang girl your dress looks real lovely and I was like, oh, thank you. Sketchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, see, I was thinking, like, is he trying to tell me I'm fat? Mm-hmm. Is he trying to say, like, you look like a sausage in that dress? He <laughs> saw my back grow, and I hate him. Yeah. Well, really, our mind is, like, our worst enemy. Because, like, we can we can think, they can think, like, wow, she's very beautiful. But in our head, we're like, whoa. Why? Why? Why, Why do we yeah. look like that? Like, you're, like, questioning. Like, you kind of question yourself, like, do I really, or are they just being nice? So, yeah. what they say is, like, you are your own worst critic. That's oh, so yeah, true. Sure. Yeah, so literally. true. And I feel like whenever I look in the mirror, I could be like, wow, there's, like, I can always point out something, something. wrong. And maybe I can, I maybe we get it from, well, our, like, how we said mommy or something, because yeah. I feel like um, when I look in the mirror, I'm like, wow, ew, I look fat, or ew, I shouldn't mm-hmm. wear this, I should wear this, this, like, it, it kind of takes a toll on your, like, mental health but in reality you feel like it's it's always going to be that way because we're always going to be hard on ourselves that, yeah. and like it's kind of hard like people always say like self-love self-love mm-hmm. is the best but, it's but really super hard. it's so hard to get um keep consistent with self-love so i'm already about to retire and i'm barely <laughs> going through my self-love journey <laughs> i'm kidding but really really like growing up i don't think they ever taught us to put yourself first we grew up in a family where it was like you make sure your kids are good then you make sure your spouse is good and then Then if you have time for you okay but you have a million other things to do and i think that's that sucks because it like yeah we get time to ourselves, but in the back of my head i'm like okay well i need to do my kids make sure they're okay i need to make sure my spouse is okay i need to make sure my house is okay and then you kind of lose yourself and like now thank gosh for youtube podcasts everything because i don't think i would have learned that you do need self-love to perform in other parts of your life too it's crazy definitely though because there's times so maybe it's a good thing and bad thing like nowadays i feel like back in the day well i would always say like no 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 feed your kids then your man then yourself Mm -hmm. don't sit down until they're all done eating yep and then mommy too Oh, no, no. you can't be serving yourself look the kids haven't even eaten but I've had parties where like friends come over and they look at me like I'm crazy mm-hmm. oh you're not gonna eat why are you serving your man first he has legs yeah, right that's why what can't they say he serve himself and yeah. I feel like I'm so like, totally oh. opposite of y'all maybe because it's just my generation and the different age concept because like me I'm like oh I'm gonna take care of myself before I take yeah. care of anyone and it's like for y'all y'all grew up like mommy taught y'all no it shouldn't be that way like i tried to do it once i was like oh you want me to get your food for you and he was like no that's weird why would you do that for me and i was like okay fine with me like that goes more to me i don't care about you like i'm literally i feel like if you focus more on like well y'all think think, y'all think differently but i'm like i'd rather focus on myself make me happy than y'all but i get that y'all have kids that's what will come first for Mm y'all but 
No, I mean, well, so we have some friends who are the same as us. Like, they have the same kids, same age group. Um, they're about the same age as us, but total opposite. Like, they won't, like, sh- the woman won't take care of the men like how I do with mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, you're not going to serve him? No, why? He has <laughs> legs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't feel, so, like, if I didn't do it, my man wouldn't be like, why aren't you serving me? Yeah. He's he will be like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm gonna get up and get my own food. Yeah, mm-hmm. like totally. Like I don't even have to do it. He could do it on his own. But I just feel like me. That's like my respect. Like my man worked hard all day. My kids are hungry. I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of them. This is my household. I always feel like the woman makes the house. Mm-hmm. Like she makes everything. So like even when I have parties, I most likely always serve y'all and then if I tell you like no go ahead serve yourselves y'all look at me like oh okay <laughs> no not for us well, girls so, for the kids it's yeah it's so like yeah I like that right and I get it Justin sometimes my boyfriend he like oh he's like oh you're hungry you want me to go make you something or make you something and I'm like what I feel like a little princess like this is me like I'm never like oh do you want me to go get you this or get you that he's like oh I can get it for you I can get it for you so I guess it's like weird, like y'all are thinking like, oh, guys come first, and then Justin's like, oh, nice, you're nice to me, like he's doing things for me. So it's weird, like it's such an opposite thing. You think if one day y'all would go and serve people and y'all didn't serve um, your fiancés and the kids, you think they would think it's weird, like if they had to do it themselves? I, I think it depends. Well, one, for my kids, if they can't even touch the stove like yeah. if they're not even tall enough to reach obviously i'm feeding them but if they're like, like grown up like teenagers yeah, yeah if they're 18 i'm like okay like hello get up make it yourself you need to make me a plate you know <laughs> yeah. but for my spouse i feel like i'm in the middle of y'all so i grew up our mama's real strict like you said yeah. like you feed everyone before you feed yourself you take care of them before you take yourself but then I'm more with you, Jay, where I'm in a world where it's like, okay, we could both be equal. like equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I lean more toward like I always feed my kids first and my spouse and then myself just because I feel like that's proper etiquette and that's not to be like your way is wrong. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. But if there's a time that I'm serving my kids and then my spouse comes up and he's like, I'll make my own plate. Like you make yours and then you sit down so we eat together. Yeah. Like he'll live. I know he's yeah. not going to, he, he definitely isn't the type to be like, like Why you said, you serve me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or where's my plate? Or he definitely won't expect his food before my kids. But I just feel like, like, yeah, like, like you said it's just respectful like i know you got me so i got you like let me show you how much i appreciate you like that's just a token of gratitude for me yeah Mm -hmm. and in the way it's crazy because it's like you see everything changing now like gender equality and all that it's like that all of that might be gone in a few years people well guys will be having to do that it's crazy to think like maybe 10 years later your kids will be like doing their own things because that's the new thing like that's mm-hmm. my generation is more younger like everyone's for themselves yeah isn't that crazy to you like a few years later that's gonna be kind of gone no one's gonna be doing that anymore maybe maybe because yeah. there's you teach your kids to do that yeah like, you would teach your kids like mm-hmm. honestly i feel crappy like if 
my man or my yeah my man's like oh i got my own plate because you sat down and fed yourself like i would feel like crap yeah. like and then i you me that I worked all damn day. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Like if you, I'm like, if you want your food, then you better come behind me in the line and we can eat together. Yeah. <laughs> but I know for sure I'm the type of mom that, well, because I have two boys. So I know for sure if I grow older and I see that they're serving their woman. <laughs> I'm gonna talk shit. Like, <laughs> I know for sure if that's what it comes to, I would be like, nope, I gotta do it. You have to stay with kids, mommy. I would be like, gender equality, go get your own food. Yeah. Don't be a lazy uh, bum and get up. Uh, <laughs> but then I'm like, okay, like, you wanna work like that. Like, you need to make sure y'all are both bringing yeah, equal money, equal, equal paychecks to the it, table. It's like, guys grow up and some of them are just like they don't know how to do anything like they don't mm-hmm. know how to cook they don't know how to clean like i don't I, if my future when i have kids i wouldn't want my kids to go into a world thinking oh i only have to dedicate like i won't have to be oh mom did this for us mom did this for us or like i'm gonna get a wife and she's gonna do all these things for how my yeah. mom did i want them to be able to like do their own thing guys like i respect that a wife should cook for you and all that but honestly it's better if they know how to do that thing both both yeah like for instance like when we were in um the hospital labor and delivery our mans had to stay home with the kids and we're at the hospital and they're constantly calling us like mm-hmm. hey where's this at? or where's this or mm-hmm. how to make this so my hubby doesn't really i mean he can go buy food <laughs> but he's not a good cook he tries yeah. one thing he can do is barbecue mm-hmm. he can barbecue really mm-hmm. good and the kids will tell him, like, oh, dad just barbecue every day. <laughs> so mom doesn't have to cook. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Like, there's things that we learn off of each other. Yep. But there's also some things where I'm like, no, like, that's my thing. Like, Thanksgiving. He's like, oh, maybe I can uh, make it in the grill or make it mm-hmm. barbecue, smoke it. No, no, no. Thanksgiving's my day. Yeah. And I'm that's cooking. What, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I love about mommy. Because mommy was kind of like... Oh, woman she was badass. She knew how to make barbecue, some bomb barbecue, and some bomb food. Because yeah. I remember, like, she had a lot of people in her past, like, guys, they would be like, oh, I'll barbecue. And she'd be like, no, I know how to barbecue. Yeah. I know how to cook. Like, mm, I think every Sunday, every mm-hmm. Sunday, we were barbecuing at the mm-hmm. park. Mm-hmm. That was our thing. Listening to freestyle, jamming out, looking at all the old cars that would cruise by. And mommy would be there flipping the, the meat and everything. Like, Oh, look at that guy. He's looking at me. He's probably thinking, ooh, she knows how to barbecue. <laughs> I don't know. I think I enjoy both. So where I'm at now, I know if I don't cook or clean, then, yeah, like, my spouse, he'll clean up, he'll wash dishes, or he'll cook if he has to, but then that makes me feel less than. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to be the person that's, saying only women are allowed in the kitchen or only women can do this no i but i also like like how it was in back then like yeah your man supports you and you kind of so me my thing um i'm not like every what what is it how do they say every strong man has a strong woman standing behind them? No, yeah. that's not me. No, we're it's standing next to each other. Exactly. Yeah. Every strong man has a strong woman standing next to him. So I like that he can fend for himself. 
just like right now like we're doing this podcast and i know i'm gonna go home and the house isn't gonna be burned down i like the thought of that (laughs) yeah because it's like he works i work too so he knows if i had a rough day like he got to me i know if he had a rough day i got him but i want my boys to grow up seeing like well, my mom, my mom did handle this, but I also want them to grow up knowing what a stable, good, equal relationship is. Because I think yeah. that's what our main issue is, like with mom. Like yeah, when I first definitely. got in this relation, any relationship, honestly, I'm like, I don't need you. I don't need to depend on you. But then that sucks because it's like it goes you back to mommy. Yeah, he's telling us no. You don't need a man. And you that's the man. thing. Yeah, I catch myself saying like, I'm so young, but I'm like, I don't need no one. Or I'm gonna do this all by myself, and I think that's the mindset where I get from mommy. But I'm also she was like, always honest about it. Do your own thing. Do your own thing. And I, I find myself like, I'm no one's gonna help me, only myself. And maybe that's just what mom interpreted in her head. But because yeah. that's what she lived through. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. her and our dad were together for twelve years. Yeah. And they were from middle school and up. They're middle school sweethearts. And they basically grew up together, and I'm the oldest, so I basically grew up with mommy and dad, you know? And that life was what she had. She couldn't do anything besides take care of our dad and take care of us, because that's what Wella told her. Like, yeah. no, you have to do that. And dad expected to come home to a home-cooked meal and the house clean and mommy just to be catering to him and catering to us but because why that's also how he saw his mom yeah like doing so that's what i'm saying i want my kids to be able to see wow mom does have a full-time job she like caters to us she caters to the house she caters to dad but i also want them to see well dad handles mom and like holds it down too so i think that's like what's kind of screwed us up but i mean it's good i I love it that we're like that like that we grew up with a single mom because that's honestly what she was was a single mom like she had little things here and there but i never that was never serious to me I think yeah. that's our main thing is we saw what a single mom can do, but it's nice to see what both parents can do, you know, yeah. like what a power couple is. Yeah. I mean, well, our dad was always there for us no matter what. But it was separate. It but was it separate. Was separate yeah. It's not the same. That's yeah. true. Yeah, mommy always stood her own. Like, she always stood her ground. And I remember a lot of people would put her down about it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you're never going to succeed. You're a single mom with three girls. And you're working, like you're not gonna have everything you want. She moved from a small town to a big town, and well, a lot of family kind of disowned her because they thought she was too good. And mm-hmm. she took care of everything. Like she, yeah, she struggled. There was oh, some yeah, times she where mm-hmm. I would be so sad because I would see my friends with like the nicest things, mm-hmm. nice phones, nice clothes, like new pairs of shoes every weekend, and I'll be so mad at mommy. And I would tell her, how come I can't get that? How come we can get new shoes every week? And she would, like, I didn't think about it then because you, I was young. You're a kid. Yeah, you're a yeah. kid. Sorry. But then I think about it now and it makes me sad because I was so selfish. Mm-hmm. And I would, like, bash her for a lot of things. And mm-hmm. she literally was working two jobs, call center at night, and then, like, a day job in, the, like, a cleaning houses and stuff. And she hated her jobs. Mm-hmm. But she did it so that we could have better and we always did. I just never appreciated then. 
looking back. I mean, yeah, that's nothing to hold a grudge on yourself about. That's just you being a kid. That's yeah. what kids yeah. think. Kids aren't supposed to think, oh, why do they get that and I don't? Oh, it's because my mom struggles. No, that's yeah. not what kids are supposed to do, even though we did. Honestly, I grew up, like, stressing out for her, too. So it yeah. kind of sucked. But I think in the end, it made us all who we are. And AJ we're... was, like, dancing in the <laughs> not a care in the world. Hey. Oh, mommy bought this yeah. for me. But so, for the most part, as as I went, like, from when I got into my middle age and, like, middle school and all that, I'm blessed to see mommy was a changed woman who she was. And, like, I know some of the t- years of us when I was younger, it was rocky, but when I got older and she was there, mommy was the best mom ever. She, I mean, she paid for when I was in cheer and sports, mm-hmm. like, I'm so glad and I'm appreciative of that and I wish y'all could have saw that part of mommy too but I mean it all times goes and I'm glad mommy changed. We saw it we just didn't live through it. Like with with us she was still trying to find herself with Mm -hmm. me at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was still trying to find herself. She was a young mom. She had me she was 13. Mm-hmm. She was 13 years old when she had me, and everybody was telling her, like, you you ruined your life. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be anything. You're never going to have anything. And she proved them all wrong. Mm-hmm. She proved them all wrong. And then, yeah, she was in her 20s living her best life like any other 20-year-old, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we experienced that side of her. We experienced, like, her growing up. But, I mean, she had us, too, to take care of. And, and then like- with you, she was, like, older. Mm-hmm. So she did it the right way because she didn't want to mess up, which I don't hate her for. Mm, she just, I don't resent her. She, I honestly thank yeah, her because no. it made me she the type of mom I am today. And I feel like it took us a long time to all realize that. Like, mommy was so young, and we were holding grudges on her for being so young. So, like, why would she treat us like that? And it made us kind of push away from mom. And sometimes I think, like, maybe my sisters were mad at my mom because of how she was, but then I never realized how young she was, and she was still yeah. learning things. As y'all were learning things, as y'all were growing older, she was learning things, growing older, trying to be a better mom. And that's what I always think about. Like, we shouldn't hold grudges on her because she was so young. That's how we are. We're uh, the, at the age growing up, um, figuring out things in life, and just growing up. Yeah, because <laughs> me and her were not um, that far apart. Like, we were literally growing up together with her like i was growing up together with i her. know mommy was like 10 years older than you yeah think about it <laughs> and i remember we would fight a lot like mm-hmm. every little thing she would do wrong i would throw it in her face and that was that was why she was always arguing with me she would always say oh you're just like your dad you want to throw it in my face you want to get mad about me how come you can't just appreciate it mm-hmm. and i didn't because of how close we were we were like sisters mm-hmm. so yeah i would get mad especially with drinking so I think going through that, that was her weakest moment, was her drinking. And I, and now I realize why she did So yeah, I think a lot of her drinking was to hide of all the pain that she was going through. And I didn't realize it then. Because like y'all said, I was a kid, I didn't need to worry about all that. But I resented her for that. Because I didn't have the childhood you had, Jay. Like I got the partying stage and you got the mommy stage. But... When she got sick, she changed all of that, and it would. I feel like it was too late, and I was so angry about that. But I'm thankful, like y'all said, I'm so thankful mm-hmm. for everything she's taught us, and it made us the women we are today. Each and every one of us are way different, 
but we all carry different traits of her. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got to talk about this in our first episode, so we can y'all can get a glimpse of what we started. And on our next episodes, we'll have different topics. It won't be so like, I guess, emotional in this first episode because I feel yeah. like it was emotional. But on our episodes, we can talk about all these different things and go on and go crazy. <laughs> it won't be as depressing. I feel like we're gonna scare everyone away well, thinking we're I hope depressed. we weren't depressing. I just want people to know like the real us and what. We went through a little bit, a little bit of what we went through with mommy. Okay, well, that's well, it. Okay. Make sure to listen to us on what, Apple platforms. iTunes, yeah. Spotify, Spotify, SoundCloud. Everything. We'll have all of our platforms out. We'll try to even post on YouTube to even see if you like that. We're gonna kind of um, adventure out in different um, like websites and stuff because it's like kind of confusing. But we're gonna get a hang of it. But we can also post some clips on our Instagram page at Your Sweetest Tea Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we'll have that and we'll have like links where you can click that and watch our, our podcast. Yay. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.